segment that's connected to doing some of our inner work, learning to remember that we are whole and to love ourselves. It oftentimes is a little scary to look inward uh, because you're just with yourself. So today uh, the, the theme is courage and it seems to be a topic that's been brought up in different forms and fashions in the mass media world culture and in some of the other cultures that are here on planet earth right now. Courage uh, can be looked at in many different ways and we're going to talk about how we can have courage and how that will assist us in living a more authentic life. More than not, especially when I'm working with people one-on-one, there's a lot of fear around speaking the truth, uh, just going along with what someone else wants you to do or say just to keep the peace. However, I think we can clearly see the side effects of doing that in our interpersonal relationships and on a global level. Uh, Sometimes when we don't want to ruffle the feathers, it leads us down a road where we're all just living in denial of what's truly best for our collective human species and uh, the individual self. So take this as a micro to a macro and this truly is that ripple effect and when we start to be courageous in what we believe in and take steps in our life to live an authentic life, we're going to feel better about that. We're going to feel more confident within ourselves, and that will start to shift the actions that we take on the on the outside doesn't mean you have to do it all. You don't need to lead some giant uh, march that probably will not be very effective. It's when we cultivate this from within and start to make those steps. And I like to refer to them as baby steps, one step at a time that you're really going to be embodying that which you are and 
putting it forth into the world. So this word courage is so key to this. There's been a lot of talk uh, about self-love and the reason I've brought self-love forward is that uh, not to cultivate a narcissistic self but to really allow people to move out of feeling bad about themselves, get rid of those thoughts that keep them from living a happy, full life, and to start remembering that everything we need is within us, so we don't need to grasp outside of us to cultivate the life we want. We realize that we have all the resources around us to potentially create that, and if we do our healing and our inner work, that will help us make better choices on the outer world around us. So, you know, we do have to address some things that have happened in our past so that we can heal and move forward authentically. That takes courage. That takes a lot of courage sometimes, especially if trauma has been associated with some of those events. And then uh, having the courage to really uh, be you in the world is scary at first. So these are the how we're going to touch on the courage aspect. We started off with a little segment of Sarah McLaughlin's fear, and uh, in that song she says that she has the fear that she has nothing to give, and so there are many reasons why people are afraid. Uh, it could be rooted from trauma, it can be rooted from something that you can't even explain, a fear that's so deep embedded in you that you don't know why or how or where it came from, but all of these things prevent us from being courageous and the joy that can be found when we fully embody who we are and how it can serve so many things, not just yourself. So what I'd like us to do is for you to sit in what you know has been an area where maybe you've tuned off, you've blocked off, you've boxed off, and that you feel fear around. And then I also would love for you to just think about, uh, you know, what's the worst thing that's going to happen if you start to look in, if you start to welcome in having courage in your life, in no matter what your set and setting is, for some people it's going to be a lot more extreme, meaning they may have to take big overt actions that are going to upheaval their entire life to bring themselves into harmony and potentially safety and for other of us it's going to be taking responsibility uh, for maybe some traumas maybe also for our actions and putting our best foot forward to do better by self and our fellow humanity so big questions for this segment but I want you just to sit and be with yourself and ask yourself where you're at you know we don't have to rush this. Uh, it's great if you have the motivation and the inspiration to do so, but be gentle with yourself. You have to meet yourself where you're at. Uh, you can't jump ahead as I remind people all the time. You have to go through all the steps, otherwise it rises up again. And it still might, you know, there are layers to this. So as we listen to this segment, the song is called Fear by Sarah McLaughlin. Just go into that, allowing yourself just to be present with where you're at. And then when we come back, we're going to address courage as it relates to our holistic system. And then we're also going to relate to it as it relates to some of the senses that we hold. And that will give you a little bit more of a roadmap of where you can be more courageous in your life. And that will also give you the, the little red flags where there's some inner work to do and some things that you can uh, open up and release. So just 
take a deep breath, connect to here, breathing in and out from the root to the solar plexus, up through the heart, filling up that entire body, and then releasing the breath through the mouth. Gently breathing in and out.
so to be courageous we have to somehow either fully immerse ourselves in our fear so that it doesn't hold us back and really connect to courage this is full spectrum as I mentioned from the micro to the macro where some of you might have simple inner work to do to really refine uh, others might have some deep healing to do and that takes courage sometimes we won't say why bother we feel um, hopeless and I really want to encourage encourage you all to really say yes it's important to bother there are so many people I've met many of them uh, that have big hearts and have big visions for the planet meaning uh, things that can help our humanity help planet earth however I cannot stress enough doing this inner work is the biggest gift you're gonna give to your energetic form as it continues no matter what your theological belief system is as it continues through the universe and to the generations to come when we hold emotions situations traumas in our body it goes with us it's kind of similar to a backpack that you carry and I'm living proof of this I uh, in this lifetime have had uh, the opportunity to walk through a lot of trauma and heal that trauma in addition I've had the opportunity to heal from trauma that I carried with me from someplace else and finally having the courage to release that let it go uh, all the things that are required enables me to show up better for the people I work with for my family for my friends and it inspires me to keep looking in and really uh, doing my best to be the best possible being here in each and every moment we're not going to be perfect so go easy on yourself but it's an inspiring process so when we say why bother please feel the inspiration the motivation that really this is more important than going out and um, mindlessly doing something that may help you for through the moment but really take a moment and say wow I, I can be courageous here so I hope to at minimum inspire you to look where you need to look and have the courage to do that create a sport support team that can help you if it's needed especially if you're coming out of a 911 situation where you do need extra help to get you there and uh, figure out what that looks like and then start taking steps forward and be gentle with yourself baby steps so we're gonna dive in with courage the mind and in uh, teachings from yogic to pre-vedic vedic and uh, many eastern from taoism to different forms of buddhism um, clearing the mind is very significant if we look at this also in uh, science and what happens with the neural pathways in the brain there's enough evidence through studies and both sides and practices and the results of the people that have participated and are encouraged to keep sitting down uh, how important it is to keep that mind clear and how this is where a lot of situations are stored fears traumas conversations nonsensical irrational uh, storytelling sits in the brain and sits in our consciousness our collective consciousness and our individual 
So if you have the courage to start really taking responsibility for your mind, living well in the sense that you're going to be responsible to be a rational human being here on planet Earth, doesn't mean that you don't uh, work the heart muscle, which we'll get to, but that you're really committed to uh, both sides of the coin, east and west. You're committed to saying, hey, I, I can do better and I, I'm going to take responsibility for my well-being. This does require when you open yourself up to clearing the mind that your worldview is more than likely going to evolve and change uh, and that you will start to let go of attachments and grasping that you've had from the past. And when you do, you're a lot freer energetically speaking. You will have more space to focus on other things that are more productive and contribute to your well-being and others. So really just check in right now, ask yourself, how's my mind? Do I spend a vast majority of my day replaying a lot of stories that don't make sense? Do I get stuck in emotions and moods that play a tape in my mind? If that's the case, uh, and if you will go one being pretty insignificant to 10 uh, being really high, just put it down. Just allow yourself to check in. And you can do this on a daily basis. It's gonna vary. But if you're courageous, not to overuse this word, uh, I would recommend to start uh, just sitting, being with yourself, doing nothing. And for those of you that think you have nothing going on in your mind, sitting's a very good practice to really get clear on how much information's going through your mind. Uh, and also you could relate this to how your sleep is at night. If you wake up and your thoughts are going, it's a sign that uh, there's a little bit of work that could, uh, arrive by clearing that mind out. Just imagine a big push room and sifting everything out the best you can so you can think clearer, you can have critical thinking skills, and you can bring in that discernment and knowing and not the storytelling. Now the next is the body. Uh, this is something that's really a powerful phenomena. There's a lot of people on planet Earth that are at extremes. There are people that have uh, compulsions with their physical body, whether it be what it looks like, what they put into it. There are people that have disease in their body. There are people that don't have food to nourish their body. We have full spectrum of things going on with the physical body. The body is representing uh, something to us. One, if it's in wellness, if it feels good, it moves well you don't really think about it that much. How many of you thought about your big toe today? If you have an injury there, you might, but otherwise, how many people have thought about their big toe and have you said, thank you, big toe? And this uh, physical dwelling is something to care for because it leads you through this lifetime. However, many of us uh, sometimes have a lot of fear about looking in, especially if we've been around people that have been ill and we are worried about what if we got ill because we have to face our mortality with this respect to this body. So I want you to think about your body. Is there something that you're neglecting your body? Are you avoiding looking at? And do you potentially need to take some action? If your body is way out of balance, this there's not a quick fix typically, and a lot of people will quickly go to Eastern philosophy, uh, meaning they might start meditating all of a sudden, they might employ Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic medicine, uh, maybe some 
traditions from South and Central America. However, remember, a lot of these are ways of life. They were intended for proactive living. They're not going to always be your band-aid for your 911. So you might need to look at both sides of the coin, look at Western medicine, look at uh, ways to bring your life into balance and harmony so you can live in harmony from this point forward and assist in regeneration. However, quick fixes usually fizzle out rather rapidly. So check in there, one to 10, where you feel like you have some work to do, uh, where you'd like to address. Uh, we wanna address the whole system. It is interrelated, mind to body, to your spirit. So spirit, soul, whatever you wanna call it. And uh, we'll also put in there the emotional body, the body that's carried some information with us sometimes from this life and to other lifetimes. These emotions, that are connected to our soul body are fed into our energetic system. So that's why you, if you have cancer, there's something else that's been happening prior to that cancer arriving. It's not just environmental. Environmental might have been part of the cause. However, there's something happening in the emotional body, the mind, and relationships, external relationships that can impact that disease within self. When we look at the soul, this soul gives us a map, uh, gives us an idea of before, here. And what happens if you do employ a little practice of meditating, you start to connect with this conversation of your infinite self, your eternal self, and that gives you a lot more information than just what's going on in your immediate surroundings. Yes, there's a lot of power in the presence of the moment, However, we need to take it all in to really have an understanding of where we are. If you could imagine yourself driving through the back roads of Italy and it's getting dusk, there aren't any street lights, and there's just farm roads, and you don't speak Italian, you don't read Italian, and you have a map, and you don't know what's north, south, east, or west. So it gets confusing if you don't get your bearings, if you don't stop, ask for directions, find which way you're going, and do your best to stay on track. Sometimes you end up someplace else. This is a metaphor for how important it is to look at this inner landscape because it can help us get where we're going and we don't have to spin. So just evaluate those three areas, mind, body, spirit, soul, whatever you want to call it, your heart, emotional center, and see where you're at. And, all. and I would really encourage you on a daily basis kind of checking in. Oh, my body's barking at me and you might start to see a pattern in a cycle this is the first beautiful gateway to look into and have the inspiration to say hey where do I have a little work to do you don't have to take it all on just a little bit oh you know I had this really intense trauma as a kid but I have never addressed it and I think I'm ready so I'm gonna look in I'm gonna start to get that out and move forward so what we're going to do right now, now that I've uh, shared all of this to you, I want you just to have a moment to pause from me speaking and to think about what you're ready to release from any part of your physical dwelling. Uh, last night, I um, there's a part of my body I'm bringing into alignment, and I have a dreaming practice, so I was really uh, focused on that last night before I went into the practice, and I was just asking the question of, my higher self and my dreaming practice to show me what I needed 
to assist? What in the food realm do I need to assist in this process? Wow, just spot on. It was so beautiful uh, to receive that information and understand that it can be that simple if we're willing to listen. So when we come back, we'll get into the senses and talk about how to be courageous with them and how to bring them into alignment and into, into, excuse me, into integrity with the way that you sort of choose to show up at this moment on planet Earth. We are going to listen to a little random rap. This song is called Release from his album release. As you listen to it, he has a way with harmonics and sound. Think about what you're ready to let go of. Think about what you're ready to fully embrace, meaning that fear that's nonsensical, whatever it might be, that you're ready to fully embrace it, have courage for that, and you're welcome in the support that's needed to do so. When we come back, we'll dive into the senses.
deep breath in and out and bringing it back to here and just connecting to whatever came to you in that passage with Random Rab and that song was called Release. The links are below if you're inspired. Please support the arts. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to do. Creative energy uh, keeps many of us out of fear. Hmm. So we're going to dive into the senses and what that means and how our senses can be a little bit of a red flag where there's some fear there and where we can decide if we want to look at that or not. Now I do want to call out something because uh, this is something I've talked about before when we talk about words like courage and fear and all of this, especially if you participate in a quote-unquote awake community or a quote-unquote spiritual community or any other probably theological background. I don't, I'm not familiar with all studies, but a wide variety. If you hear language like, oh, you're just afraid, you need to move past your fear, in my lighthearted, satirical mind, I think, wow, <laughs> we're back to no pain, no gain of the 80s in a psychological way. And it's not really appropriate to push people past their fears unless they've actually asked you to be on their team and assist in that manner. And even if you are in that role to assist people in moving past some of their inner work, that inspiration needs to come from within. Uh, it's not going to work if you push too hard. No one likes to be pushed in the sense of being told what to do. Sometimes in certain situations, if done skillfully, it can be effective and effective. And I use both those words because it's very important uh, that we take responsibility for that cycle of cause and effect and <laughs> make sure that the um, outcome is beneficial to both parties. So when we say this word, uh, fear, encourage really allow yourself to be responsible for that you do not need to police everyone else and uh, shine a light on what you think is going on for them and this is really important uh, I have an interview coming up with uh, Charles Shaw he's a movie the plastic people in addition he has another movie coming up uh, into post-production and it touches on this matter of trauma and I'm really excited that he, about both of these creations that he's made. We never know everyone's full story. So if you think about it, you have a lot going on within you, things that maybe you've never given voice to, you've never healed, you never looked at. And then we have this energetic lineage within each one of us that our collective society doesn't fully address yet in the future potentially we will be doing that and so we all have a lot of collective healing to do and we have a lot of our fellow humans on planet earth still going through some pretty intense atrocities so be mindful if you will that we never know the full story and if we can bring in kindness if we can bring in compassion and understand that it is not our human nature to go in and just harm each other for no reason, emotionally, physically, mentally, all those things. So just to understand that people's actions sometimes are a, or more than not, a reflection of the path that they've traveled, whether it's been joyous or hard. 
So just be easy on yourself and others. I want to dive into the senses, but before we do that, there's a book that I have not completely read. I've read segments of it. Actually, I have my son reading it right now as a, from a recommendation of a good friend of mine. And I've read many of Ocho's books, which are not uh, written. They're part of his lectures, and they were transposed into books. Uh, I love his wisdom in the sense that it's there's some prolific wisdom in there. He's a little bit of an edgy, angry teenager, has a fire to him at times. And there's just some really beautiful jewels that you can really contemplate and very easy reading. So this one's called Courage, the Joy of Living Dangerously by Osho. And while we're talking about that, I think it's good to point out when we talk about everyone has something in their closet, more than likely, that they have to face. Uh, we don't need to create more stories for them. So when we look at people that maybe are in history and they were on a, as a there as a figure leader, a catalyst to shift in certain ways, we could probably pick them apart up, down, and sideways for maybe that all their life was not in integrity. However, that probably isn't going to serve anyone and it's not going to serve their long-term energetic being. So be mindful with that too. If you connect with someone or something that someone's written in and it inspires you, uh, but then you find out something horrible about them, um, really maybe just say, wow, I hope they learned from that and welcome in the forgiveness, welcome in the compassion so we can all collectively stop uh, tearing each other down and moving forward. So in this book on page 160, I had opened it when we were listening to that song uh, about meditation because I mentioned that earlier about clearing the mind and he states meditation should be an inner shelter, an inner shrine Whenever you feel the world is too much for you, you can move into your shrine. You can have a bath in your inner being. And I love this sentiment that that's a safe place for you to go. It can feel a little scary at first because you don't want to look in. But really, uh, <laughs> the self is so forgiving if we allow ourselves to be so. So he also shares a man or a woman, that's my ad, <laughs> becomes fearless by accepting his or her fears. It is not a question of bravery. It is simply seeing into the facts of life and realizing that these fears are natural and they will rise up. We are in a pretty radically extreme world system where there's weather systems that can pop up out of literally nowhere. Uh, there's all these things going on and even our life cycle on this planet has a lot of volatility to it. So it's natural for us to feel fear from the plant kingdom, from the animal kingdom, from the human kingdom. All of these things are impacting our way of life. But bit by bit, if we are willing, we can start to uh, flow a little bit more effortlessly with our entire ecosystem. So when we look at the senses, and this is where we can really identify, this is where we can look at the senses, that we're gonna keep it to five, six senses right now. We have a lot more, but those six senses that can give us a little bit of a wayfinding as to what's going on in our ecosystem and where we might have something rising up and we've learned to work our way around it. 
for example, our senses are so powerful because if you're blind, the other senses come in and help out with the inability to see, so you hear better, so you can really take in the ecosystem. This happens also when we're afraid of something. We have the other senses to assist us because maybe we, we don't want to meet it fully there. Uh, sight is a perfect one while we're talking about sight is that if we're afraid to look at someone this is a vulnerability and so if that feels too vulnerable it's easy just to look down look away not make eye contact this happens a lot in uh, people that have post-traumatic stress syndrome is that there's a fear to make that eye contact and this can happen if you suffered really some intense heart breaks that you don't want to look uh, at the person because you might be afraid of what you might see back but just check in uh, with yourself on this and practice it practice smiling at people looking at them in the eyes and speaking to them and if they're not comfortable looking back you know honor them too you might break the sight line so they don't feel like they're being stared down uh, especially if you know that they have um, you know some things that have happened in their life that would make them a little bit more vulnerable what this is suggesting when people can't look around that they're not comfortable uh, with something and it might be in the situation it might be with internal you don't need to put story to it but you can take responsibility of how you want to show up so take some time to pay attention to when you stare connect with people's eyes when you don't and at that point when you're not um, making eye contact and if you're speaking think about what's going on are you speaking the truth are you being honest are you being truthful and really look in and take ownership for self don't project it out to the world beyond you uh, speaking will go straight to there from looking with your speech it's really easy to create communication styles that a can uh, keep you safe they can also uh, potentially manipulate people into giving you what you want. They can also paint a picture and a story about yourself and or others that's not true. And to take responsibility for this is a great service to humanity. Imagine if we all spoke the truth <laughs> and did our best to continue to refine that skill and not over-exaggerate. Right now, the byproduct of, of mass humanity over exaggerating and lying and not telling truth is present in all forms of media and this is the byproduct of our collective consciousness so this is where when we have that courage on the micro level and for myself I just was sharing this with a client earlier today that once I realized how important truth was to me and that I needed to uphold those ethics for myself it completely started to take me on a path of really discerning what I'm saying, taking ownership for what I'm saying, and making sure that I'm speaking the truth and not for whatever justified reason not telling the truth or manipulating a story to sound like truth. It just doesn't work, you know, to really be honest um, the best you can in every single moment and to understand the more you go into that you've find out a lot about how we work by pulling yourself out of that thread if that's important to you it starts to shift the relationships you have and then that shifts how you do business too if you're in business or working for someone and those threads start to feel feed the macro the big 
picture because you're doing your part. From there, listening, the other very important part of communication, if you're not listening, if you shut down, especially with certain people, you just completely tune them out, take responsibility for that, what's going on, why under certain circumstances when certain people show up you completely shut down. It might be how they're treating you, you don't need to be treated that way, it might be that you don't trust them, whatever it might be, but really dive in and look there and see why you're not able to listen. And if you notice that across the board you're not a great listener, start to practice it. Speak less, listen more. As my dad says, you have two ears and one mouth. You can find out a lot about a situation and if you're rebuilding trust, oftentimes this happens after you've experienced any type of trauma, that it is important to listen so you can see the red flags if a situation's not going to be safe, that you really pay attention and you're able to move forward from there. So from there, the more subtle ones are touch, taste, and our intuition center, our third eye located on our forehead. We'll start with touch. So some people feel very bold to be very touchy and grab onto people. I like to remind everyone that a lot of people have suffered uh, physical trauma, whether it's sexual abuse or physical abuse, and they don't feel so comfortable having strangers come up and hug on them or hold them. So to really honor people's space and you don't, you know, we do as a human species like to be touched, but really make sure that that's welcome. And if you don't welcome it, really set that boundary, you know, or um, just say, you know, I don't, I don't really like to get long um, stares in the eyes and long hugs. It feels awkward to me right now, but I appreciate your kindness. Uh, you can really feel into it and also if you're one of those people that loves to go around and really uh, hug up people or you know touch them really just check in before you do that before you cross the line of someone's personal space check in if they're comfortable with that and if it feels natural great but if not be respectful and that touch is important um, just in just basic interpersonal relationships but also in more intimate relationships to really make sure that that's welcome and you know having young teens I like to encourage them a to be respectful of themselves and others and we were I was having this conversation with a friend as it relates to especially sexual abuse is that really it's the it shouldn't if there's rape or anything like that happening no doesn't necessarily mean to be no. I'd really like to encourage people to say, ask for a yes. If you're going to be intimate with someone, you need to ask for a yes. If there's no, if the word yes has not been uttered, then back off. You don't assume, because some people do not have the courage to speak, not even courage to say no, or they might have gone through past traumas and are paralyzed in those situations. So be courageous, especially if you're the one initiating touch in this manner, that you ask permission. And, you know, it's a good thing to have a talk about before you just dive in. Um, there will still be as much beauty in that moment when it occurs, but really be um, mindful of that. I think there's a statistic, I haven't verified it, but a third of people have had some type of physical or sexual abuse. That's a lot um, in humanity. I imagine it might even be more. Um, so really ask permission before you go out groping people. 
from there, taste. Uh, if you have aversions to foods and smells that goes with that, uh, really pay attention to that. What does it remind you of? Why do you want to get away from it? Or if you really like smells or certain tastes, just know what that's about. Doesn't mean that you have to like every food, or uh, but it can give you a lot of information. The food that we're provided, Mother Earth, basic good nutrients from the earth, the farm, we were intended to eat. And when that's out of balance, we might be placating ourselves with other foods that aren't so beautiful for our entire system. <laughs> that are masking us looking at something. So just notice what, what food consumption feels like and the taste that you gravitate towards when you're eating, when you're not eating, and is there something that you're avoiding by eating food, comfort. This happens a lot, especially if people are struggling with food and control over food, is they use the food to con have control in their life because they're not addressing something else that's going on in their mind, body, or spirit. So what we're going to do from here is just talk about a little bit of a practice and this is a way to take our first step. So as I mentioned in the beginning, doing that check-in with your mind, body, and spirit, check where you are, it's going to change daily. And as you start to learn what you need, you will realize, oh, I'm feeling this way, this really helps me out, physical movement helps me out, you'll bring that into your life. And then as you start to look at the senses of those little red flags to let you know where there's something to be addressed, then you can say, okay, you know what, I'm ready to look at this. And take baby steps, one thing at a time. Create a system for yourself that's doable, that's really realistic for the way you live, and uh, welcome in any support that you might need. Uh, you may not need any, you might be able to do it all on your own, that's fantastic. But if you do, be honest about that and try to avoid overt shifts in your life all at once. Uh, more than likely you'll be trying to jump over some steps and it takes time, it takes space, and that's okay. We have plenty of that out in the universe. And that practice is just two steps, checking in, being mindful with those senses, uh, mind, body, and spirit, soul, heart, whatever you want to look about, think of it as on a daily basis, then I really welcome in to have some time in silence, to be in that inner shrine with yourself, be in meditation. If you're uncomfortable with pure silence, put some music on it first, but really just let it be. Let everything unplug the internet, just sit in the stillness, sit with your beautiful self and see what comes up. That will be very telling. Then finally, practice is to walk in love open up that heart. It's scary <laughs> to open up your heart sometimes, especially if it's been violated and there's trust issues, but take some time. I've told myself time and time again, I'm not going to allow my past traumas to prohibit me from loving people in the future. And it takes practice to do that. It takes courage to do that because it's easier just to maybe hide under the blanket, but gosh, you'll miss out on some really beautiful beings if you do that. Again, baby steps. Breathe in that love. Welcome it in authentically. Meet it where you're at. Don't fake it. Really meet it where you're at and see what happens. Practice it and see where you go. What we're going to do is we're going to sign out with a little song called Kali Moon. 
this is a song that was brought to me by uh, gosh a beautiful being that just passed away uh, a dear friend and I'm very grateful for his life so in this <laughs> epoch of being here I would like to honor that he was very courageous and always thought of others so if inspired be courageous be generous and welcome yourself home until next time this is she signing out with a full heart a deep bow a soft gaze a namaste be simply
Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.